Chats from the Blog Cabin. Your favorite podcast is here. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to another episode of Chats from the Blog Cabin. You know the show where I virtually invite people into the Blog Cabin to chat about life. And today we're chatting about all about food intolerances. Um, after discovering their lives and careers were in jeopardy due to changes in their health, Anthony and Stacy eventually discovered food was their prescription and wrote a book about it. So Anthony and Stacy, welcome to the show and tell us a little about yourself before we get into your book and everything else you do. Sure. Uh, hi, Melissa. We're, we're both tap dancers. We're known for being tap dancers. Um, but like you said, we, we were having trouble in our careers because our bodies were changing. We were having health issues and we were going to traditional Western medicine and we weren't finding our answers. And then on our own um, time, we discovered food was really the answer. Stacy discovered it prior to me. And then when I realized that that was something I need to do, she was here to support me. And without that support, I might not have been successful. So we kind of pooled our resources, knowledge and experiences and put them into an easy to read handbook. So if anyone else has prescribed a diet that would help save their lives, they have an easy guide to, you know, empower them and find success without feeling alone and knowing there's a support system out there. What he said. (laughs) 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 Well, let's talk about your journey. How did you finally decide that food was something that was causing your problems? Uh, For me, I, had a bacteria in my throat. I was prescribed an antibiotic that I believe brought out a dormant autoimmune issue for me. And I had said something to a friend of mine that I was doing some theater with and she said, I have someone you should see. Um, So I went to a, I think she's known as a nutritionist and had what's called an EAV screening. I really didn't have an idea of, of what was about to happen to me when I went there. And after I went there, this computer spat out all of these things, what I could have, what I couldn't have, what vitamins I was deficient in, all kinds of things. And it was basically like, here you go, here's your grocery list. Um, so that's what I started using as my grocery list. As time progresses, our bodies change a little bit. When you eliminate certain things, sometimes your body adapts and it might be able to handle them now because you've healed your gut, quote unquote. Um, So later after I moved to New York, probably about six years after that, um, I could tell that some of the things that I was eating weren't my body wasn't reacting well to them. And then I was trying other things that I previously couldn't, didn't think I could have, and they were okay. Uh, So I went to a chiropractor with Anthony who did what's called a nutrition response test and, you know, kind of reworked my food map a little bit. And yeah, I mean, that's, that's pretty much how it worked. I, I do want to say something about that because mm-hmm. some, a conversation came up recently with a good friend of ours. And when they went for allergy tests, they had like a, a, mm-hmm. an invasive test. But they poke your arm and they prod you and you don't always get all the answers and you get some answers and it's not yeah. a well-rounded test. What we discovered was this EAV screening and nutrition response test 
gives you a wealth of information and it's very non-invasive. It's, it's, it's easy to do. You don't have to wait for tests to come back. It has to do with the energy of your body and, and, and what your body likes and doesn't like. And there's easy ways to tell that. And when we get that picture, we could have bigger results. You know, when we have a, when we have a bigger picture, we get bigger results. So you said one, you went to the chiropractor. Where else can people get those types of tests at? I think there are specific practitioners throughout the world, really. Um, ours happens to be a chiropractor, but I don't think you have to be a chiropractor in order to practice the nutrition response testing yeah. procedure. But he's a chiropractor, but he's also a nutritionist. He studied yeah. to be a nutritionist. And this was part of that other side of his uh, doc of his doctor chiropractors experience. tend to be more holistic yeah. type mm -hmm. of, of doctors so their approaches are, yeah come from that perspective yeah so when did you start to notice though that your body was not tolerating the food what were some of the symptoms what happened to me was horrific I, yeah. I I'm Italian New Yorker the whole thing lived at home mom made food for me but I'm also a performer and eventually I was in a show called Tap Dogs. I started touring. I left home. I was eating fast food and other things that probably weren't the greatest for me out of the state that I grew up in. And I had an episode. I was obviously internally bleeding from a very scary, horrific, it's not funny, bowel movement where there was a lot of blood in my, in, in, and that sent me on a journey of trying to kind of find out what happened to me, but being scared at the same time because I was young. I just had this new job. I'm on the, you know, so that made it obvious to me something was wrong with me. It wasn't until almost 20 years later and going through different doctors for different reasons that Stacy basically suggested, hey, let's, why don't, have you ever tried changing your food? I took dairy and gluten out and all of a sudden I was showing signs of the bleeding stopping. Or, or going away or lessening. And through there, I mean, I, I found out my grandmother had colitis. I just wasn't ignoring the problem. I, I didn't want only medicine to mask it. I wanted a root issue. So all those things happened in between now. But once Stacy suggested that, I had some success. I lost 35 pounds in, a, in one summer. And then my doc, my Dr. Rob, who wrote the forward in our book, um, who was a chiropractor and nutritionist said, you know what, man, I see what's going on with you right now. I think we need to give you this nutrition response test. And that's when that came in. I discovered that I needed a couple of supplements. I um, needed to, I could put dairy back in if I wanted, but I really needed to cut out gluten, corn, and soy, and a couple of other side things, like tomatoes could be inflammatory, things like that. But I needed that whole picture. And I, you know, I don't know if I would have really had that journey if I didn't meet Stacy with it, you know. So that was really important. But that, that, that test was, was, was a big thing. So you didn't know when you met Stacy that you're going to go through that journey of finding food. <laughs> no, no. And I didn't know when I first started to, to really answer your question. I didn't know when I first started bleeding that it was going to be food yeah. that was going to be the solution. And it took 20 years to find that out. And I certainly don't want other people to have to wait 20 years to get mm -hmm. answers to questions they have. And possibly have some of their body cut out, which is what was recommended. Yeah. Like we'll, we'll just take out the bad part and blah, 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 you know, and, it might, I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> you don't just get to take it. So, you know, it's important. It, this is, it's an important discussion. It's, in, it's, it's important to know that not just regular medications that will, that will hide something are the answer or solution. Mm -hmm. Getting down to the root issue and finding out that it's food of all things. <laughs> food of plus all it, things. 
Plus, it probably saves you a lot in the medical procedures too. You know, the of money course, I mean, I would have been on drugs and and you know and prescriptions and and I didn't I didn't want to at that age. You know, this started happening in my late twenties. I didn't want to in my late twenties make a choice that was going to put me on a path that was going to have to take a drug until I died, potentially. You know, so at you know. I, I, I didn't give in to that. I kept, I was, so I guess the message here is something we say a lot is I was an advocate for myself. Stacy was an advocate for herself. If you feel something's not right in your life or you feel like, man, what happened to my body? Why am I swollen? What, what's going on? I'm eating the same things I always ate. What, what happened to what, what, I, there's some blood in my stool. What's, what's going on? Let me be an advocate for yourself. Don't accept answers that don't feel true to you. And, you know, th these are important things that, that we've learned and that we try to, you know, empower others with that mindset and knowledge. Yeah, I had some bad experiences with rheumatologists who just didn't, they just want to throw Western medication at you. Mm -hmm. And I wasn't really interested in that. So I walked away from several doctors who just couldn't hear me. Um, and if you feel in, I'm, you know, I felt like I've lived with my body my whole life when I'm telling you this thing is wrong or this thing is happening to me and you're telling me that it's not, look elsewhere. <laughs> yeah, that's the, that was going to be my next question is how do you get your doctors to listen to you? You have to find one you that will. You have to will. find one that will. You, you can't get anyone to listen to you if they're not ready to listen in any aspect of life, in all walks of life. So you have to search out until you find doctors that do hear you. Functional uh, medicine? Uh, yes. I would suggest looking doctors, for a functional medicine functional doctor. Functional medicine doctor. Uh, sometimes a chiropractor who yes, does practice nutrition yes. or a doctor of osteopathy, DO. Um, those are really good places to start. Yeah. Wow. So let's talk about some of the um, food intolerances because mm. you can be gluten-free, dairy-free, soy-free, corn-free. Um, there was another one, nut-free because you nuts as well. But how do how can you go about finding products that are all those things? Because that's got to be the tough thing. The first step is writing down what you can have. Right. That's the very first step. People talk too much about, I can't have this, I can't have that. That's not the conversation. The conversation mm -hmm. is, I can have this, I can have this, I can have this. So that's where you start. When you go to the store, you look for those things that you can have, and then you turn the package over and you read the ingredients. That's your new favorite habit. There favorite are new so, habit? Which one? <laughs> yeah, there are so many forms of hidden gluten, soy, corn, dairy, everything that you have to sort of do some investigation just read the book. into your own things. <laughs> it's right there. Right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it just, and if you don't know what something is, take out your phone and search Look it, up. it. Yeah. That's okay. Don't leave the store with it if you're unsure. We're all holding supercomputers <laughs> in our hand. Use your supercomputer. And I have to say one, another thing I'm seeing, I see support family, farm families, you know, like I try to find, we go to farm to table restaurants, real ones that say where they're getting their products from. Mm -hmm. And when you go to a lot of people, when they have to deal with food intolerances, either ignore it because it seems very hard to do, right? And it doesn't have to be that. Or they, um, you know, they, 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 they oh, I lost my train of thought when I was doing that. Um, when you have food intolerance, oh, Fun. they're afraid they can't go back out to eat, yeah, right? Mm -hmm. They're afraid they can't go back out to eat. But 
there are ways that you can go out to eat. There are support groups on Facebook in the areas that you live in. Um, there are also, you know, we order our meats online from this John Henry, there's Butcher, uh, Butcher Box, Box, there's Crowd, Crowd Cow. Cow. And I think they there are also other regional, yes, other um, regional things. online things that we found as we are traveling the country. Yeah. Um, when we were in Texas, we did a search and something came up as a more local, local type things. of delivery service. Mm -hmm. my favorite, and I my, was shocked. I didn't know that there were different ones across the country. My favorite thing about wanting to go back out to eat is finding farm to table restaurants because they know mm -hmm. what's in their food. Yeah. So if you tell them, well, I have this and that, they know what's in there. When you go to places and they don't know what's in their food, that's maybe not always the best choice of a place to go. I mean, even if you want to use like, let's say people like, well, I have the, I need fast food sometimes. Okay, well, just do some research. You can't go to McDonald's, but we can go to Chipotle successfully. And this isn't a plug. <laughs> hey, Chipotle, if you're listening, send us some free. We want to be membership. <laughs> like, like, give us the things, man. But they make it very easy to avoid soy. They have an, an allergens menu. And when you do go to places that are franchises, sometimes you could look up their allergens menu. Another one that's a good one for their fries is... Five Guys. There's a lot of mm -hmm. places where you can't get mm -hmm. fried. Just note, they do use peanut, peanut oil. Peanut oil. Yeah. So for the peanut people, that's that's the one you have to avoid. <laughs> it's a no-go. And different people have to avoid different things. So that's another thing that we try to talk to people about their mindset is just know your things and apply this knowledge and, uh, and superpowers to your thing. How hard is it for someone that's in, maybe in a family that they have a food intolerance, but the family members don't have food intolerance? It, it's a spectrum. Everything in life is a spectrum. It could be super easy because they really understand it and they respect it and they love it. Like some of the best restaurants we go to are Italian families that own a restaurant who somebody in their family is now celiac. And they all say the same thing. I'll be damned if they can't eat food at my restaurant. And then they develop a menu for those people. So However, a, you yeah. still have people that will be like, I don't believe you. Or they will slip. We've heard stories of people purpose. actually putting gluten in, a, in another family member's food because they think that they're lying or that they're making this up or that it's a trend or a fad. Yeah. And that's why when we treat it like a trend or a fad in society, it's dangerous mm -hmm. because then other people don't understand. Some humans don't understand the real experience that other humans are experiencing and then they, they don't respect it and they could put those other people in danger. And when it comes to the point you could put other people in danger, like one kid taunting another kid with a peanut allergy with a peanut butter sandwich, and that when it, you could trigger anaphylaxis, and you know, like we just we have to be listen. You don't have to think like other people, but if there's other serious things out there, it's 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 kind of our responsibilities to know that those things really can hurt someone else. You know, and we should we should kind of be respectful of that. I don't think that's a terrible thing. I think that. Um, as far as implementing something like this as a family, mm. you could either go separately and have your own pots and pans, as as you utensils, section in the refrigerator, something, something you know, um, your own toaster, or you get the toaster oven and everybody else gets the regular toaster, whatever the case may be, or you can implement it for your whole family if that's the responsibility you want to take on for yourself. I don't think it's a bad idea to eliminate gluten, even if you're not intolerant to it. It has so many issues that happen on your insides. As a matter of fact, one of the things that sort of 
really solidified for Anthony into starting the journey was he heard a doctor explain the cheesecloth that's the lining of your stomach and your intestines. And regardless of whether you react to gluten or not, it is tearing little tiny holes in that cheesecloth, no matter whether you react to it or not. And is it a bad idea to eliminate that tearing? I don't think so. So, uh, yeah. you know, it's, it's really up symptoms. to you and it's your option, whether you want to implement it for your whole family or not. Sometimes it might be easier to go grocery shopping mm. and just buy everything across the board. It depends on your lifestyle. It depends on how many people are in your family. All of those things. A parameter. Yeah. I, I personally think if you have the ability to change it for the whole family, that there's a lot of benefits there. Mm -hmm. It could be health benefits for everyone in the family, including it being anti-inflammatory for your body. But there's also the benefit of almost zero risk of cross-contamination mm -hmm. because you don't have dairy in the kitchen if you know, you know, or you don't have the gluten thing. And it, it's a carb. It is a carb. So, yeah. you know, if you can implement it for everyone, it's not a bad idea to try. Yeah. Okay. We need to take a commercial break, but we'll be right okay. back and talk about your book. Cool. Sounds good. Chats from the blog cabin. Hit subscribe and don't miss the next episode. Hi, my name is Joanna, and I would like to share with you a little bit about Shores of Grace, Shores Philly. It's a ministry located in Philadelphia. The portion of Shores that I volunteer for goes into Kensington, an area greatly impacted by homelessness and addiction. And we go and we take love, food, clothing, snacks, conversation. Um, we believe that it is a way that we can meet people right where they are and show them the love of Jesus. Uh, we have seen lives changed in big ways and in small ways. And we have built wonderful relationships with the people in the community. Uh, we have big plans, more we'd like to do. Um, and we would appreciate any support, either through prayer or through donation. If you would like to donate, you can go to shoresofgrace.com. And in the menu, click on Donate. And we just ask that you put Philly in your donation comments. Thank you. And we are back. And we're going to be talking with Anthony and Stacey. And we're talking about food as a prescription. A handbook for those currently on our prescribed a gluten-free, soy-free, corn-free or dairy-free diet. That's a mouthful. <laughs> yes. Well, you know, we, we learned some things when we published. This is the first book we published. And we were it was explained to us that all the key words that have to do with your book should be in the subtitle. Because when you search for it on things like Amazon or Barnes & Noble or Goodreads or any or an ebook, It'll come up. It'll come up. <laughs> so that's, there, there you go. We've just given everyone a little bit, a little tiny lesson in SEO. <laughs> So why did you decide to share your knowledge with people? I, I, yeah. So we're dance <laughs> teachers, right? It's just so obvious to us. We we suffered. You don't want other people to suffer. We're, yeah. we're, 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 we're humans. There's fellow humans. It's like, if we can make your journey easier and empower you, why wouldn't we want to do that? But every, yeah, that's, every... that's our job. We've been teaching dance to kids for decades, right? And I'm not saying like we're teaching like all the humans, kids, hey, here's it. But 
we have that love and compassion in us to want to share good things with other people. And we don't want to see other people suffer. And we don't want to see them have the same struggles it, we have. It took lots of years of personal research. And money. To <laughs> and get to this point. Yeah. Um, and while there's more information available now than there was when I originally started my research and, and all of this journey, it still can be a little bit overwhelming. So we wanted to condense it and give it to people in a form that was easy to take in and implement almost immediately. Anthony likes to say, like if they found out from the doctor in the morning mm -hmm. that they had to implement these dietary changes by the, if they read our book that right after, by the time they go to bed that night, they'll have a roadmap as to how to make it work on a, you know, like tangibly so, for themselves. And they don't have to put it off and wait while they do the research to get the information. It's there in the book and it's an easy read and it's, Easier than doing months and months and yeah, years of research. I, I think what, what really <laughs> triggered it was, especially during the whole you know lockdown, whatever situation everybody was in, we had more time to look at, to be on Facebook in the groups. And oh my gosh, all the time. I just found out that my son has this or has to change that. What do I do? Another person, I just found out I have this. What do I do every day? Yeah. What do I do? Mm -hmm. And that's kind of what helped drive the book to be a handbook. We found ourselves giving the same answer over and over and over. Yeah. We this could be a book. It, we wanted it to be a handbook and easy. Like it's about 72 pages of reading. And then there's a food diary in there to help people, you know, look at them, the, what they're reading themselves and mm -hmm. how it may be affecting them. So that's easy to follow along. There's some recipes in there so that, like we said, you could go food shopping with this book as soon as you, as soon as this handbook, as soon as you get it and be able to make breakfast, chocolate chip cookies, uh, lunch, uh, lunch wings, a salad dressing, and dinner, and dinner. Like you, you, we, we're setting you up for success, you know. Mm -hmm. So those things helped us decide to write this book. Everybody told me one day you're going to write a book. We just feel like you're going to write a book. I thought it was going to be about tap, tap dancing. dancing and all the years out on the road, and you know, opening up a Stevie Wonder, and she was in Sesame Street Live, and we had these careers. Didn't but it turn turned out that way. Turn out that way. <laughs> it turned out that we saw other people suffering. Mm -hmm we felt like there was something we could do about it and yeah. we took action. Yeah. Because a lot of times I, like I have a, one of my best friends just a couple of years ago was diagnosed with celiac disease mm -hmm. and the doctor told her, well, you just need to research what foods you can and cannot eat. I yeah. mean, basically yeah. didn't give a list or anything. And I thought no, well, that's just horrible. They don't really know. Yeah. This is, this is only <laughs> new. This, I only feel like that this is started after the early to mid nineties. And then you started seeing those IBS commercials. There's commercials for a colitis drug. Mm -hmm. There's Crohn's. It's like all of a sudden, I feel like our digestive systems took a. I don't. Mm -hmm. I have suspicions, but I don't know why. And unless I unless I have hard evidence, I can't say anything to anyone. But our food changed. You know, obviously something changed in our food, and our bodies are like, nope. So we're all finding each other and helping each other. So it's a new thing, and and we have to learn how to deal with it. It's so funny that you just said that because I actually wrote down a question during the commercial. It says, why are we hearing more about this now than we did before? And we're like, maybe it's the chemicals that used in our food now that is causing yeah. all this stuff. Yeah, that that's what we think too. And when we try to follow that line, when you when you know when you're doing research, 
A lot of it points to that, but there's no real good independent study. I, you know what? Let's sell a million copies of the book and then put the money towards an independent study. <laughs> I would, you know, there is no, there is nothing that says anything. And you're talking about really, really, really big business. And that's mm -hmm. not our focus. Our focus is mm -hmm. how can we help? I, I don't, I'm not looking for blame and pointing fingers. I don't even have a diagnosis for what the heck happened to me. Mm -hmm. I just found a solution after 20 years of, denying the cover-ups and the band-aids. I can't even imagine suffering for 20 years and then finally one day you just change your life by changing your food. It's it's like, it's very frustrating. It's very hard to do and simple to do unless someone suggests it and you have some hard evidence. Sometimes it's hard to even believe it. Um, yeah, once you experience journey. it for yourself, you'll believe it. Right. Like we have friends that'll say, oh, well, I don't eat gluten-free because I need to. I eat gluten-free because I feel, feel better, better when I do. Yeah. You cannot deny, you deny how you personally feel and you can t make the connection between the food and how your body feels. And it's so, it's so quick. It's so quick. Like people are like, oh my God, it takes two weeks to see results. It takes a month to see, yeah. But you're not putting any chemicals in your body in the mm -hmm. form of prescription drugs. And you're coming up with a solution. It's an actual solution. And the side effects are loss of weight, <laughs> less inflammation, mm -hmm. um, less, in, less bleeding, sleeping better, calmness. Instead of, um, you know, liver spots, coma, <laughs> chance of death, chance of heart attack. Like the list, the list of things that can happen to you when you take a prescription drug at the end of a commercial. Like, <laughs> what is happening right now? But the list of but the list of, of of you know side effects of changing your food is all these wonderful things. So why not you know do it if you can? So with this diet, is it more or less? Not, I won't say diet with food. Is it more or less eating fresh? No, you know what? First, first let me say you should say diet because we should address the word diet. Some people think a diet is you go on a diet. This isn't about For going a period on of a time. diet. Right. Yeah. This is your diet. The true meaning of a diet. Your yeah. diet is what you put in you, what you eat. So getting the stigma away from that word is not a bad idea. And sometimes we interchange it with lifestyle. lifestyle. So that that's just something we should we we should face head on and not something that we that we want to shy away from. shy away from. So that's that's a really great thing that you said that. Could you but you could ask that question again if because I, I didn't think I answered what you really asked me. Was it is it more that you should eat more fresh as opposed to processed foods? Well, sure. I mean, the processing of foods is really where a lot of problems, challenges start to come into play. And the fresher the food that you eat, the, the less of a chance that those things will come into play. Now, obviously, there are other sensitivities. Like, I don't tolerate tropical fruits well. And a friend of mine pointed out that that's because of where my ancestors came from. So my genetic makeup is less likely to be able to process those foods and seize them as a foreign invader and starts to attack them than the foods of my ancestors. And my mind was blown when she made that connection. I was just like, what? Did you just say? <laughs> and, and I have to have speaking on that. I have to say that it's the old thing that if you don't know, you should know. Shop the outside yeah, of the grocery store. The perimeter. Store. Mm -hmm. If you if you focus on the perimeter, you're going to be a lot safer than if you're 
digging in those aisles and picking up those things. And you know, one of the, one of the ones that's the most interest, interesting to me is the Oreo cookie. Oh. Because when I was a kid, my favorite thing was to do was to open up the package mm -hmm. day, like the day that I wanted them later that night or the next morning, so that that when I dipped them in my milk, they would get just enough milk in them, so you had that right ratio to cookie milk. That oh, soften so it up. Yeah. It was one of my favorite things. And then later in life, before I changed my diet, I had gone to the Oreo cookie again, and you could leave that cookie underneath that milk for three, four days. <laughs> it still wasn't and when, soft. And, and when you when you took the weight off it, it would float back up to the top, and it still hasn't sucked up the milk. You could take that hamburger from that fast from that unnamed fast food joint, and you could leave it out sitting there, and it won't get mildew on it because it just has so many preservatives in it. So you know, shop the outside of the of the uh, of the grocery store, and you have a much better shot at things. Shop farmers markets. Farmers markets are great. Yeah. You don't need to leave things sitting in your house rotten. You know, make make it a, a walk outside and go to the farmers market, get a couple of things, and you know, eat fresh. Not a bad idea. Yeah, I know that's one of the things that I've tried to do in the last couple of years is kind of not getting the processed meat from the grocery store, but we buy from a local farmer. Well, not local, mm -hmm. but they ship. And so every time when my, my oldest daughter lives in California, so every time her birthday and her husband's birthday comes around, we ship them a box of meat. Yeah. Because it's so much easier for them. And we feel like we're helping them with their grocery bill, but also we know where that meat is coming from. We exactly. know the farmers that they're coming from and they are very upfront about their prices and everything. Yeah. That's great. So let's talk about how we can investigate what food has in it like you said earlier about the packages turning it over but what else can we do really that's it you could we could read what's on the package if you want to go any further and see where products are coming from because you want to investigate the country and how they process their things you can go that far uh we we don't we just typically buy organic um but read everything that that's the, we, we we reinforce that read everything and if you do that you'll know what you're getting which brings me to another um, thing that a lot of people are probably going to struggle with. When they hear organic, they think expensive. You know what? It, it, it can be expensive, but here's the thing. I'd rather spend the money on the food I'm eating rather than thousands upon thousands of blown up dollars in medical bills. Mm -hmm. And what's happening is I'm protecting my health, so I'm not winding up with bills piling up in medical expenses. So I don't know if I can consider that expensive or if I can consider that money well spent. A lot of people look at it, they look at what's happening in the short term and not in the long term. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, that's what we've been taught. <laughs> you sure. get sick and go to a doctor. You think they're gonna help you. They just throw prescriptions at you and you spend more money. Instead, what you could really do is take that money that you would spend on that prescription and go to the grocery store and buy better food. <laughs> I love that. So is there one last thing that you want to share with us since our time's almost up? You know, you, you can do this as long as you have some help. Yeah. We're here to help you. Yeah. Like, and this isn't just about, you know, buy a handbook and read it. We're in the book. We're in the groups in Facebook that we mentioned in the book, we are accessible by we, email. Yeah, by email. Our doctor that it wrote the forward and, was, and helped us with our nutrition response test is his, his information, information is in, in the, the book. book. You could contact them. This isn't about 
you know, hey, take this, go away. This is about <laughs> building relationships and helping people mm -hmm. and making them feel empowered. We want them to be able to help themselves. We want mm -hmm. to give you what you need to help yourself. So just know that you could do this. Be an advocate, be an advocate for yourself and know that you can do this. Mm -hmm. Wow. I, I, you've opened up my eyes to so many things, <laughs> so many things. And I'm actually going to go download that book. And because right now, if you're on Kindle Unlimited, it is free on Kindle Unlimited, right? Oh, nice. I, you know, I'm not sure I where know. it's at right now, where it's at right now, what um, subscriptions it's in or isn't. Yeah. Uh, it was, it may still be, but I haven't checked that uh, we don't right have now. And I want to make sure I'm right telling now. you the truth. <laughs> <laughs> but I wouldn't be surprised because it, it was. I don't know if that time period has ended yet. I think yesterday when I looked, it was still. Because oh, when I cool. went to grab the link, it was still. All right, <laughs> I cool. think as far as unlimited goes, yeah. I think that's why. I, I think, think that makes, that makes sense. That. I just yeah. don't like to say yes to things that I'm not 100% <laughs> sure of because I never want to seem unreliable. But yeah. I would definitely go with what you said since you were there yesterday and you had eyes on it yesterday. Yeah. We're on the road right now, tap dancing. So we have, we're juggling a couple of things at the same time. <laughs> how in the world do you, that's a, that's another great question that you just popped in my head is how do you handle it on the road and still be able to find the right food choices? Right now we're in a friend's home. We also, we, we stay away from hotels unless they have a kitchen and we typically use Airbnbs. Or and VRBO. that's a great question. And that's the kind of question that people have. And again, this isn't. We do not, address it in the book. We do address it in the handbook, and we tell you how to even get to resorts. And we tell you how to do that. And how to use resorts and things. And cruise ships. Yeah. yeah. Any kind of travel, yeah. where where we discuss in the book. Yeah. And I'm happy to disclose that. I know we have we have time limitations here, and I'm happy to disclose that to you. But I'm just trying to be respectful of our time. Yeah, I mean, I'm, that I think that's going to be the number one question, though, is that. You, what if now that the country is starting to open up with COVID, and people want to get out of their house and go places? Yeah. You know, how are they going to be able to keep their food, what their their intolerances are, be able to not get sick on vacation because they are forced to eat something that they that no, 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 there's not. Call ahead. Do some research ahead of time based on where you're going. That's that's always extremely useful. Get there are apps. There are, you know, you can Internet search. He was talking about farm to table before. Instead of just writing farm to table in your internet browser, even on your phone, you write near me. So mm -hmm. wherever you are, if you have those location services turned on, you get a whole list of things and then you start calling. <laughs> yeah. You just got to put a little bit of legwork into it. Before just a little bit. Yeah. Just a little bit. But if you know what those things are mm -hmm. ahead of time, it's easier to do. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. So tell people where they can find you at. We'd love it if people would come to our website. It's foodasaprescription.com. And we ask if you drop your email, we'll even give you a couple of uh, recipes that you could use. We love to connect things. So actually in the book, I had said we have the wing recipe. We have a dry rub chicken wing recipe that people go crazy for. If you When you go to the website and throw your email in, then we teach you how to make a slather sauce. So you can put your slather sauce on your wings and things like that. So we connect them, but you come to food as a prescription.com and find us there. And social media. Sure. I mean, you could, you could come Search. to us on yeah. Instagram. Um, we are loca foods Inc. When you go to Instagram mm -hmm. and Twitter, because ultimately 
we, we have a plan here. We're first <laughs> releasing a handbook that's gonna help people empower themselves and know they could do it. We end it with a couple of recipes and then we put recipes on the website because we're already planning our second book. It's a cookbook called All We Do Is Delicious because if I'm gonna eat this way, you are rootin' tootin' scootin' that it's gonna be delicious. <laughs> and I know people don't associate these diets with delicious, but that's because mm -hmm. they haven't experimented as much as, as we have. Yeah. And they're not as Italian in the kitchen as I grew up <laughs> as. So the next thing is, is all we do is delicious. And then that's gonna go hopefully into Local Foods Inc, which would be, we wanna release some of our products that people like uh, as products they could just buy on amazon.com or, in a grocery store, because if you don't have the time to make that mix for the wings, well, guess what? We're gonna put it on a shelf for you, so you can just pick up that mix and make the wings at home, and you know, do it and just do it up, do it up. I love that. I want to thank you so much, Anthony and Stacy, for coming on and chatting about um, food intolerances. And you are more than welcome to come back when you write that cookbook, when that cookbook cool. is out. And then when you launch your products, please come yeah. back again and launch them. Maybe, great. maybe you can do a cooking, a cooking segment. I have had cooking yeah. segments Ooh. on here. So I yeah. would love for you to come back and do that because I think talking about food intolerances, there are so many people in the world that suffer from food intolerances and yeah. they're searching yeah. for the right recipe, the right this, the right that, you know, they're searching for all the answers. And if you guys can help with that answer and I can help facilitate that, then yes, come back on. Yeah. Yeah, and Sounds you know, good. I was just going to say to you, thank you so much for facilitating things yes. like this. Because if it wasn't for platforms like yours and your audience and your love for doing this, they wouldn't hear these things. They wouldn't get to hear these conversations. So thank you for providing these conversations for people to have so that they can, you know, better their lives. Yeah. What he said. <laughs> you started off with what he said and you're ending with what he said. Vaudeville entertainment. This is it. This is an act. We take this on the road. That's why I think a cooking segment with you guys would be so yeah. funny because it would be so funny. You'd be informative but funny as well. So thank you so much, guys, for coming on. Um, I will put the in the show notes where you can find food as a prescription the book and also where you can kind of contact them all their social media and their website stuff and as always be blessed and remember keep chatting chats from the blog cabin we not only have voices for a podcast but also faces for youtube don't miss your next episode